Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome, and a good Erev Shabbos, Parshas Bamidbar. In honor of Shabbos, today's year will be a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha. Let me begin by sharing the screen. And we're going to begin with the second Pasuk in the Parsha. We've already discussed this Pasuk yesterday. Today we're going to go further along the same topic. Asik <clears throat> Bey says, Count the whole congregation of B'nai Yisrael, according to their mishpachis, meaning according to their shvatim, you should keep a calculation of how many people are in each individual shevet, according to the houses, the house of their fathers, meaning that one's shevet is determined by which shevet his father belongs to, not by which shevet his mother came from. The misbar shemois, according to the number of names, we'll talk a little bit more about that soon, kol zachar, every male is to be counted, the gulgulay sum, literally, to their skulls. And yesterday we spoke about the Rashi on this word, the gulgulay sum, and Rashi said, that you are to count these people by taking from each one a, uh, a half shekel. A broken or half shekel for each skull, for each person. Although the Pasuk does not explicitly say that the counting is done by taking a half shekel from each person, but Rashi uh, had a problem because we know from Parshish Kisisa that you're not supposed to count, you're not supposed to literally count people that could bring upon them a plague. And the antidote to that is to take from each person a half shekel. So therefore, he says that that's what the Pasuk must mean over here also. Yesterday, we spoke about this more on a technical level. Uh, how did Rashi see this in the Pasuk? Today, we're going to expand the discussion a little bit. The Nitziv, Rabbi Naftali Tzvi Yehuda Berlin, the Rosh Yeshiva of the great Yeshiva in Volozhin, says that this Rashi is very difficult. He says, it's a Pella, it's wondrous, he doesn't understand it. And he raises three questions on this little Rashi. First of all, he says, Machsis HaShekel, the original Machsis HaShekel, in Parshas Kisisa that we've discussed, the money that was collected was used, the silver that was collected was used to make the Adonim, to make the silver sockets which formed the foundation of the Mishkan. So the Nitziv asks, okay, that was done. They collected enough silver to make all of the Adonim. So they don't need any more. So why would they be collecting more silver over here? Question number two. The Nitziv asks that if we're talking here 
about the mitzvah of machsis a shekel, if Rashi is saying that they counted the people by taking a half shekel from each one, so why is it that we find in this parsha Bamidbar that the Leviim were not counted together with everyone else? The halacha is, as we discussed the other day from the Mishnah Meseches Shkolim, the halacha is that Leviim and Kohanim are chayiv in machsis a shekel. Now, if we're talking here also about the mitzvah of Machsas HaShekel, why is it that we find later on in the parsha that it says, Aches Matei Levi do not count the, the B'nai Levi, don't count the Leviyim, Yisroshim Leisisa, don't, don't count them, B'Soich B'nai Yisrael, amongst the other B'nai Yisrael. So it's clear in the Psukim here in Parshas B'Midbar that Leviyim did not, were not part of this count, they were counted separately. And it doesn't mention when they were counted that they had to give any kind of coin. Now, if we're talking here in the beginning of the parsha that every Jew was counted and every Jew had to give a half shekel, so then the Levium should have been included. That's the Nitziv's second question. And thirdly, the Nitziv questions the timing of this census. He says, if it would be the regular mitzvah of Machsis HaShekel, well, when would normally, in the normal mitzvah of Machsas HaShekel, when did all the shkalim have to be collected? So we learned a few days ago in Mesech the Shkalim that they had to be collected in Nisan. When did this census take place? That's being described here in Parshas Bamidbar. Be'echod l'chodesh hasheni. It was done on the first day of the second month of Iyar. So if we're talking here about Machsas HaShekel, it would seem that it's being done on the wrong day. Because of all these questions, the Nitziv takes it upon himself to explain the Pasuk, not like Rashi. The Nitziv explains the Pasuk as follows. Not only does he explain the word the Gulgaloisam, but he also explains this phrase, the Misbar Shemos. And he says that in fact, no money was taken at this census. How were the people counted? They were counted the misbar shemois, by the number of their names, meaning each person would come to be counted and he would have in his hand a petek, he would have a piece of paper or a piece of parchment that had his name on it and the name of his father and the name of his shebet, and he would present the piece of paper. And then all the papers would be counted up. That's what it means, the misbar shemos. And what does it mean, the gulgaloi sum? It means that each person had to bring his own petek, his own piece of paper. It was not accept, not acceptable for, let's say, me to gather up uh, little slips of paper from all my friends, and I'll present them all at once. No, maybe, maybe I'm presenting a, a slip on behalf of someone who doesn't exist. So there were two elements in the procedure. It was Bemisbar Shemos, the people were counted by their names, meaning their names were counted rather than actual people. And it was done personally, each person literally to his skull, meaning each person had to present himself. That's how the Nitziv understands the Pasuk. Very interesting. Of course, we can assure ourselves and we can't fool ourselves and think that Rashi was just foolish, didn't think of these questions, had no answer for them, he made a mistake. That's, 
we don't we don't learn Torah like that when we're talking about someone like Rashi. So we need to find answers to these questions according to Rashi. And I think the fundamental point that will guide us toward an answer toward answers to all three questions is in the Rashi on the first pasuk. Hashem spoke to Moshe in Midbar Sinai, in the Oil Moyed, on the first day of the second month, in the second year of their exit from, from Mitzrayim, Lamor saying, and of course, what did he what is he about to say? He's about to say, count the Jews. So Rashi comments, because of the chiba, because of the belovedness of Klal Yisrael to Hashem, because Hashem loves Klal Yisrael so much, mone osam kol shah. Therefore, Hashem counts them all the time. He counts them numerous times. When they left Mitzrayim, Hashem counted them. When many of them fell because of the sin of the eagle, many of them were, were killed. So we find there a minion that Hashem counted them to know the number of those who were left over. And when he came to put his shechina upon them in the Mishkan, he counted them again. That's this count, this census here. On the first day of Nisan, the Mishkan was erected, and it was inaugurated, as we read in Parsha Shmini. And one month later, at the, on the first day of Iyar, Hashem counted us. Mephoshim explained, although the Shechina uh, rested upon the, upon the Mishkan on the first day of Nisan, but that might have been just temporary. After a whole month, it was established that this is a constant and permanent and at that point, HaKadosh Baruch Hu counted us in order to show his love for us. Now, to understand this a little bit, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is counting us in order to show how much he loves us. And the way he counts us is by taking a shekel, a machsis a shekel from each person, according to Rashi. According to Rashi, that was done here also. So I think we need to tell a little story about Menachem Begin and about Rav Shach Zechreinu Whether this story is in fact true, I, I was not a witness, but I've heard of this story. When Menachem Begin became the prime minister, so he went to Rav Shach and he made him an offer. He said, Unlike previous Roshay Memshala, or unlike previous prime ministers, I, Menachem Begin, I understand the importance of Limar Torah. I understand the importance of the yeshivas, the koilalim, and I am going to make an offer to you that I will see to it that all the needs of the yeshiva, of the yeshivas, will be provided for by government funds. You don't have to do any fundraising. It's all going to be given to you on a silver platter from the government. And Rav Shach refused. What was his reason? 
Shach said, you have to give the people, you have to give each individual a chance to donate and to have that merit of donating to support Torah. I think he accepted 50% funding from the government. He said, you can't take away people's mitzvah of supporting the yeshivas. What we see here is that sometimes the honor of giving to an important cause is even greater than the benefit that the recipient has of getting. Sometimes the purpose of a pledge, of an appeal, is not so much to raise the money for the institution that needs the money. Sometimes the, real, sometimes the greater purpose may be to give people a chance to participate in the support of that noble endeavor. And with this introduction, I think we can answer all of the Nitziv's questions. Let's go backwards. Let's look at the third question first. The, the Nitziv's third question is, why is this census being taken in Eir and not Nisan? If this is the mitzvah of Maxis shekel, as Rashi says, each person gave a half shekel, then it should have been done in Nisan. That's when half shekels were collected. But the answer is, you have to say that according to Rashi, this was not the regular mitzvah of Maxisa shekel. It's true, each person gave a half shekel, but this was not the yearly and permanent mitzvah of a half shekel. Over here, the point was to show the chiba of Klai Yisrael, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because he loves us, gave each one of us an opportunity to make a contribution to the Mikdash, to the Mishkan. And the, time, the proper time for this was in Iyar, as we explained, because in Iyar, then the Ashura Sashchina, the, the settling of the Shechina on the Mishkan became permanent and fixed. Now the second question. The, the Nesiv had a question that if we're talking here about the mitzvah of Maxis HaShekel, why is it that the Leviyam were not included? And the answer again is, you're right, this is not the normal mitzvah of Maxis HaShekel over here. This is a mitzvah of that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to count us to show us how, much, how beloved we are to him. And part of that is he gives us the opportunity of making a contribution to the Mishkan. Now, if you talk about the Leviyam are something very special. Not only are the Leviyam have a special chiba because they are Jews, they have even more they have even more chiba that they're counted separately. As Rashi explains later on in the parsha. after all these Jews are counted here, so then Hashem says to Moshe, the tribe of Levi do not count don't count them amongst B'nai Yisrael. And one of the reasons Rashi gives is because the Leviim are the Ligyon Shalmelech. They are the king's special legion. They are a special unit, a special elite unit of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's army. And therefore, they deserve to be counted by themselves. In other words, the whole counting here is being done to show the Chiba of Kla Yisrael. And therefore, the Leviim are not included. Rather, they are counted separately to show an even additional Chiba that they have. And now we come to the third question, to the first question. 
the first question was, what was this money used for? Was it used? It couldn't be that it was used to melt down and make into the Adonim, to make into the sockets that held up the Mishkan. That was done already. So what was the money used for? So this question, I could not find a specific answer. I could not find in any of the Mephorshim that they specifically address this very reasonable question. I think we have to say the answer is that there was no specific use of this money. It was put into the general funds of the Mishkan, and it was from time to time. It was necessary to repair things. It was necessary to buy things. And therefore, they had this money available. The real point of this money, the real point of giving this money, is not to give a benefit to the recipient, but rather to give a benefit to the giver, to give the giver the zechus of giving. That is the, the chiba that HaKadosh Baruch Hu displayed to us, that he gave us the opportunity to serve him. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash Minagain Be More.